The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Dermatology nurse specialist Celine Daly, regular on the programme, is on the line. Good morning, Celine. Good morning, Jonathan. How are you? I'm very well. With all this heat that's on the way, we need to be very careful about our skin, one would presume. We do. Now, we need to be careful between the 1st of March and the end of September, every single year in Ireland anyway. So that's the rule. It doesn't, you know, taking into account for good days or bad days, you should be sun smart from the 1st of March and into September, but particularly be careful in the weather that we're going to have coming up now in the next week or two. When you apply sun cream, uh, as I did yesterday, we're not very good at it because we're not used to it. And I had two little patches on the back of my arm that are beautifully sunburned. How, mm. how do we make sure an even there's an even spread? Well, first of all, I suppose, a, a report was published in um, an American journal this year found that the spray sunscreens tend to fail more than the cream sunscreen. So when you're spraying this invisible mist all over, you can miss patches. So you're better off sticking to the normal cream sunscreen. You must apply it 20 minutes before you go out. Don't go out, don't get in the car, go to the beach and then put your sun cream on. Put it on 20 minutes before you leave your house and then reapply it every single two hours, no matter what it says in the packaging. So if it says once all day, don't take that information on. Reapply it every single two hours. When it comes to kids, a lot of people and a lot of parents use Factor 50, which is a, effectively a block. But most of those say you only have to apply it once and it is water resistant. Do you still have to put it on every two hours? Absolutely. There is no such thing as a sunblock anymore. So the EU regulations that came out in 2009 banned the word sunblock, actually, because any topical treatment, sun cream, sunscreen you put on, does not block out UV rays. So therefore, they can only advertise as 50 plus. So there's nothing like a block. So 50 is only still a filter. Some UV rays will still come through 50. That's why sunscreen isn't the whole story, Jonathan. We have to be sun smart. So sunscreen is a very important part, but only one part of the sunscreen program. This is the program we got from Australia. It's been in Oz for 20 years, and Australia are the only country to actually bring down their level of malignant melanoma, whereas our level of malignant melanoma has increased by 100% over the last 10 years, almost 100%. So just to let the listeners know, we know that we know the cause of sun cancer. We know the sun, excuse me, skin cancer. Skin cancer is caused by overexposure to UV light. And we know that 90% of malignant melanomas are caused by overexposure to UV light. And a bad sunburning every two years, or a red sunburning every two years, gives between a 50 and 70% increased risk of developing skin cancer. So we know how to prevent it. We know to be sun smart. But it's not just sunscreen, Jonathan. It's wearing your hat, a six-inch brim. It's seeking shade between 11 and 2. It's putting on your sunglasses and uh, covering up your skin in general and not getting sunburned. And, you know, there, we see a lot of bad behaviour around this time of the year. Oh, there's a lot of bad uh, behaviour around this and time now, of the year. I'm usually blaming men. Now, men are terrible for taking their tops off. Yeah. And well, you know what, that, what is that, Celine? Why, why, why is know. it a uniquely Irish thing that if the temperature even remotely goes above 15 above degrees, 15, fellas yeah. take their shirts off? Yes, and we know that the most common place for malignant melanoma on men is their back. And that's from taking your tops off. So, lads, keep the tops on. Now, the women are not... You know, they're, they're not innocent in all this either. Irish women have an obsession with vest tops. I mean, any time the sun comes out, you see the little vest tops going on. So you've got your décolletage, your back, the top of your shoulders, all exposed. And you can't possibly, as you found out at the weekend, Jonathan, cover yourself with sunscreen enough to protect yourself. When you're wearing a vest top or no top or short shorts or bikinis, especially in the midday sun. So cover up with a cap sleeve T-shirt, mm. light loose 
clothing. I, I live in Strandhill in Sligo, which is just beautiful now, but like it's a mecca for people to, who are going suntanning or, you know, surfing or whatever. And yesterday I seen a bunch of foreign tourists. They had their legionnaire hats on. They had their tops on, light loose clothing, linens, and they had their water. Whereas the Irish people had their teeny weeny bikinis. Mm. They were having their pints of cider at 12 midday and, you know, typical Irish behaviour. And you can see the people getting sunburnt within about 20 minutes. And does so, that drive you mad as, as a skin does. expert when you see them turning pink in front of you. It drives me nuts. And I suppose I've been doing this for so long, Jonathan. I've been doing SunSmart for so long. I mean, 14, 15 years now at this stage. It's not that I don't want people to have fun in the sun. It's that I see people with skin cancer. I see the distress that causes. I see how, how you know, it's increased over the last even 10 years, even locally here in the Northwest. We have such huge amount of sun uh, uh, But you see, cancer. Celine, there's a psychological difference between going on your holliers to Spain and then you'd put the sun cream on and you'd make sure that you're covered up. And here at home, the same rules don't apply because we're going to go well we mightn't have it next week so let's go crazy put on the body butter and hope for the best yeah and we need to break that mentality because you know a lot of skin cancers majority skin cancers uh, can occur in in people who have never left the country so people in in their 70s and 80s they basically had the bog for a couple of weeks in summer and maybe a trip once to the beach and that was it and they actually never left the country so you don't have to leave Ireland to get a skin cancer and you know it's all about the behaviour as well kids and these are anecdotal reports really the last spell good weather we had Jonathan a lot of kids were presented to ED with dehydration mm-hmm. um, with sunstroke effectively and kids dehydrate super fast in weather like we're having this week you still see people putting blankets over buggies and prams don't do that even a fine muslin cloth should not go over a pram get down to your local mother care wherever and get your umbrella your sun umbrella that costs about a tenner attached to the pram should you keep babies out of the sun altogether absolutely under one year old they shouldn't have sunscreen on but they shouldn't be in direct light but they also shouldn't be wrapped up and then a blanket put over a pram because they dehydrate very fast kids it's great they're out exercising playing football Football camps now starting this week, let's say. But if they're out in the midday sun, they should have a hat on them. They shouldn't be in the midday sun. They should have sunscreen on and plenty of fluids as well because kids dehydrate very, very fast, especially if they're running around and sweating. What what do you say to parents of teenagers, teenagers being rebellious creatures by their nature, who might say, well, I'll only put on factor 10 when they should be putting on factor 30? I suppose what I've done with my own children is try to start from the very early days with them so they know in our house you have to put on factor 50. There is no choice. Get your teenager to come down to the pharmacy with you. Let them try on samples of sunscreen that suits so teenagers are a bit they, they like the nice stuff particularly girls so um, if you um, you know put on a project that they like that sinks in that doesn't look white or ghostly looking that's what they're going to go for so you know don't go for chalky white horrible sticky stuff because nobody wants to put that on get down to your local pharmacy and try on good factor 50s that sink into the skin that don't feel tacky or weird and that protect the skin as well and if you involve your teenager or your child in it as well they will get that habit for life Look at people in the States, for example, and the US. They have factor 50 as, as, a, as, as something they've had from their early childhood and they do it instinctively now. Our kids, we, we're not educating them properly on being sun smart or behaving well in the sun either. A texter asked the question, what about our lips? Do we need to get special lip balm that has an SPF factor in it? It's a great idea to do that. You can burn your lips and also if you're prone to getting cold sores, UV light will trigger off a cold sore. So some pe- people have recurrent cold sores in the same area in their mouth, but UV light is a trigger for cold sores. So get, they're really cheap and they're always on the counter of pharmacies if you go into them. Factor 50 plus, little lip balms and pop that on. 
now, hair is another challenge that I hadn't even thought about, and they were talking about this in the office this morning. The, the sun can cause wreck with hair, colour in particular, can yes. it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's got it lightened, because it can actually lighten it more. I remember years ago, there was a terrible project that used to give you natural highlights, and it, it caused disaster around the country, if anyone's my age still remember. But um, <laughs> yes, protect your hair. If, if you have coloured hair, it's going to um, make the colour lighter or change it, and it dries out your hair as well. There's where your hat comes in, your six-inch brim. Keep that, keep that hair covered. If you go down to TK Maxx, pennies, they have fabulous, fashionable hats now that you can wear that protect your face and your hair. Now remember, men who are, are bald or are, are balding, they're, they're very vulnerable to UV damage from the top of their head. They should have a hat on so does, no I, does, I, does Ivan Yates need to put sun cream on the top <laughs> yes. of his head? No, not sun cream. He needs to put, he a, needs hat to put a hat on. on. Because the sun cream will wear off, it will sweat off, and a hat will not sweat off or wear off. So uh, Ivan needs a six-inch brim I, hat. I, I, I his ears are on fire now. We're talking I should tell him that on, on immediate arrival in News Talk this afternoon. <laughs> and the, the last point I want to put you, and it happened to my wife last year, whereas women think that if they have a full head of hair that they are impervious to sunburn, and she was meticulous about putting sun cream on herself, fact, 50 in her case but the little bit of parting. hair that was exposed yes. the parting, the parting. It, she got a burn there and it was one of the most painful sunburns she'd ever nasty. experienced in her life so mm. is there any way to avoid that? Hat Just hat, hat, hat. and that, that's part of the Sun, Sun Smart programme Jonathan so never overly on sunscreen sunscreen again is so important and it prevents skin cancer but it's not the whole story we need our sunscreen we need our hat we need our sunglasses we need to seek shade between 11 and 3 and we need to cover up in general in the sun and be be smart in the sun remember to rehydrate if it, if your skin feels like it's hot or it's too hot or you feel dehydrated remember your kids are going to feel more dehydrated than you are so just to be sensible please enjoy it but just to be sensible and one last text that came in the worst part I've ever been sunburned in my life was on the soles of my feet do we need to put sunscreen there as well to prevent that from happening it's very unusual to get your soles burnt and this person must have been literally lying out all day long to get to make that happen so again that's part of the SunSmart programme you shouldn't uh, go down in your sun lounger at 7am and stay there until 8pm in the evening you were going to get burnt so it doesn't matter how much sunscreen you put on it doesn't matter uh, that you're wearing a hat if you lie out all day long you're going to get sunburned and the problem with getting sunburned it's painful I know it's not the pain of the sunburn it's the after effects it's the skin cancer uh, issue that that goes along with sunburning. So remember, if you do get your skin sunburned, you're just putting yourself at a more increased risk of developing a skin cancer. And that's not to frighten people, but the good news about skin cancer is we know what causes it. It's overexposure and short, intense bursts of UV light as well, Jonathan. That's what people forget. It's, it's, it's you know, being in Ireland in the winter and then running out the first day and lying out all day long. It's that kind of behaviour that causes skin cancer. Uh, did you ever get sunburned now? Are you one of these puritanical types that has never been sunburned in her entire life? As a student nurse, I was dreadful. I, I have to admit, mea culpa, I really, and I, I'm dark naturally, and we used to do all kinds of bold student nurse holidays where you're going to get come out with your tan. But when I started dermatology in 2005... I'm intrigued by the bold nature of the holidays, but we'll move on to oh, the right. But t- 2005 since 2005, I am as white as a ghost bar my fake tan. Okay, Celine Daly, dermatological <laughs> nurse specialist. On that note, we'll say thank you very much. Thanks, Jonathan. 